Hello, this is Richard from the Metal Cell Podcast. I'm delighted to welcome Thorsten and Pat from Veil of Sound website and webzine. Would that be correct? What way do you want to put a name on it? I'm like, depending on which background you're asking, uh, if you ask our web wizard, he would probably say website. Yeah. Me coming from the old times when punk still used fanzines, I would probably say webzine. So. Webzine, yeah, that's pretty cool. I just like to do your little shout out there. It says lifting the veil for underground music. What you will not find here are reviews for records that are run-of-the-mill chart breakers. Man, I like that. Yeah. We should have no doubt what's coming down the lines for reviews yeah. and stuff with that. Yeah. We only review British Spears and NSYNC. <laughs> yeah. And wearing the t-shirt, as you can tell, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that, Thorsten, what were you wearing? Um, I, I mean, like being a German, I got to support a German band. So I, I, I'm wearing a shirt by a now defunct band called Red Apollo. Right. Okay, cool. Perfect post-metal. Maybe the best German post-metal band ever to come out of Germany. Ah, there you go, man. It's important to name check as many bands as we can throughout this interview as well. Oh, we chat, do, as I we will say. do plenty of that, Richie. Yeah, don't you worry. So <laughs> let's talk about the creation of Vela Sound. Uh, can you give us a background on it, Thurston, if you don't mind? Yeah, um, I mean, basically, in some ways, it all started uh, one and a half years ago, ne nearly two years ago, when I started writing for a Belgian web scene. Um, and uh, I, I had been writing like 20, 21 years ago. I had already been writing reviews and stuff for, for a German magazine. And so I just started again, picked it up, really got back into it, loved it uh, right from the start. Um, I, I love putting my thoughts on music to pen and paper. Mm -hmm. And uh, the only thing that really bothered me was the um, percentage of stuff that I was doing. There were times at that web scene um, when I basically wrote like 75, 80% of all the stuff. Okay. Um, and uh, then came a time late last year when I asked the editor, like, shall we do something different? Shall we try to get other people in? And he agreed to do that. So I got other people on board, just people like Pat. And um, well, then came a day when um, for some reason or other, we wouldn't run the old scene anymore, but uh, came up with something new. Um, I think for something that was created within Pat, I think, what, 48 hours or so? With, uh, at least, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. It was a, it was a brainstorm over Messenger. Yeah. Get this up and get it rolling and man. And, uh, then, and then we took like five weeks to create the whole page. We got to give a shout out to our webmaster, Sebastian, without whom we would all be mm -hmm. nothing. No, <laughs> yeah. nothing. And uh, he, I wouldn't he even be on here tonight, only for Sebastian. Oh, really? I don't know how to use Zoom. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> the, man, the man is a talent and a half. He's, he's, yes. uh, he's a wizard, isn't he, Thorsten? Yeah. More than a wizard. You're like yeah. magician, how, wizard, whatever you want to call it. And how difficult was it to come up with the name? <laughs> Pat, that goes to you. How difficult do you think it was? It wasn't difficult at all, really. We had, we, we had a short window. Like, so we basically threw a few ideas out there. There may have been 10 or 12 names. Yeah. Some were short and some were lengthened and we basically had a vote. <laughs> we had a vote online and Vela Sound came out tops by yeah. a long, by quite a distance, actually. It's yeah. a, I think it's a great name. It, it is. Like, as you said, a tagline there, Richie, you know, lifting the veil. I mean, you couldn't say any more. Lifting yeah. the veil on underground music. It's, no. yeah. it's, it's fantastic. Like, yeah. 
And what's your background, Thurston, first of all? Are you a professional musician, part-time musician, wannabe musician, or just an absolute lover of the music? Well, I think the latter is definitely true for like all my life. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I was in a band like years and years ago, but uh, I wouldn't call ourselves professional. Yeah. Uh, we played some punk, like my favorite band over there, Boy Sets Fire. Um, so like emo, post-hardcore punk, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but then, you know how life is, uh, it gets in your way. Yes. And uh, we, we split up and I concentrated on university and all the things and also like did a part-time writing at the site. And uh, then like 2005, I became a real teacher full-time. Um, and uh, since then, I've been like uh, always trying to get back into it. And, mm. um, as I said, two years ago, there was the chance I took it and here we are. Yeah, cool. And Pat, you're based in Cork? Based in Cork, Richie, I'm a stone throw away from you, sure, as you know. But, That's uh, right, yeah. <laughs> musically, it's just a love of music for me. I, I don't have any talents otherwise, <laughs> musically. Like, I, I've tried, I've tried drums, guitars over the years. Uh, the piano came recently, as you know, Richie, we spoke about this. Yes. All right, that's my, <laughs> my latest venture. But look, it's just solely about the love of music, yeah. Um, just finding new bands, hearing new stuff, you know, hearing what bands are doing and how they're mixing sounds, changing sounds, developing their style. It's just, it's, it's a whirlwind, isn't it? Like the, what's out there, the underground scene yeah. is, is yeah. vast. And how did the two of you meet up? Like, we, did you ever review stuff before, Pat? No, do you know what it was? Um, Thor was an administrator on one of the groups there on Facebook. It was sort of I still am officially. And still there. <laughs> a post-rock and post-metal and derivatives uh, group, which basically covered all kinds of music. And there was, you know, people just threw in albums mm. that they purchased or yeah. albums that they, that they thought deserved a mention. And I think Thorson was a somebody was complaining to say that we were always mentioning the same old bands, the same big bands, the big hitters. Yeah. yeah. They, he said, like, we always mention Neurosis, Cult of Luna, and Isis, and that's it. Yeah. Uh -huh. So the, the challenge was set, and Thorsten said, look, we can give you names of bands every day, which started the 30-day challenge. And Thorsten asked me what I do 30 days of mentioning bands that people wouldn't oh, really okay. hear too much about, you know? Okay, yeah. So that's what we did. That's how I got to know Thorsten. Basically, I just spent 30 days sending in music and obviously trying to, trying to play on the Irish seen a bit you know mm -hmm. um, I played you know I gave bands like The Grief Norm Mattis God is an Astronaut um, yeah. we mentioned plenty of bands like yeah. um, cool. Rome, Rome Kingdom Parhila you name it you know yeah. Yeah. so then Thorsten again thought it was a great idea go and sort of bringing countries into it and the whole thing just snowballed literally Thor didn't it yeah. you know, there was bands being mentioned that hadn't been heard in years yeah. like, mm, it was great yeah yeah. And it's funny to see that one of those first bands that I ever mentioned just released another EP three weeks ago, and that was Iceburn, one of my yeah. all-time favorite post-metal, sludge, jazz, avant-garde, whatever you want to call it, bands. Uh, I just love them. And where are they from, Tor? Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, okay. Now, I know, like with Pat, anyway, being an absolute vinyl junkie, a dangerous vinyl junkie, Insofar yes. as he's recommending yeah. stuff there that like, oh God, <laughs> you know, I have to fucking listen to it and then just seize the opportunity because that yeah. EP or album might never be available again in this exactly. pressing. Exactly. Yeah. You have it to is. get it, Richie. 
Oh, man. You know, it's but addictive. Do, it, it is, is addictive, 100%. But I definitely paid the most I've ever paid for an album, which was... Um, or the, the band... We Lost the Sea, I'd say. We Lost it? the Sea. Oh, I paid departure songs, I guess, I, huh? Yeah. I paid 56 euros for a band that I didn't know hang about, that I did hear of, but I didn't know hang about. Like, I mean, would I pay that for Slayer or Power Trip and stuff? Probably not. not and just, Probably not, no. But no. like, it was Pat pushed it and I went, yeah. And then he's been peddling it away to a lot of my friends as well. <laughs> so he is... Uh, yeah. Definitely one to watch in relation to. I'm be- I think I'm becoming a bit of a pest to some people, actually. Yeah, yeah. Have you well, the same instincts, Thurston, to recommend vinyl and push vinyl on people? I think I'm not one of those guys who pushes pressings or certain looks or certain variants. Um, but I think you have to ask Pat that question, by the way, not me. I could mm. say something about him pushing stuff, but. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 some people get carried away and they, they have five and six variants of the same album. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. They're trying to keep oh, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, it's a case of if it's an album that needs to be in my collection, I'll get it on whatever version I can get hold of. Mm. It's, you know, you keep an eye out. Like, and <laughs> the money's, yeah. as you know, the money's crazy. Like, there's some stuff out, like, I won't even tell you what I paid for some stuff, you know, because yeah, you did, going, you did. this is going, this is going live. Like, yeah, I mean. Yeah, because you're just afraid Regina might hear it. She's, she has an idea how much with a ballpark figure like so uh, yeah suffice <laughs> to say over COVID both I would say both our postmen Pat just fucking are sick to death of heading to our houses with packages daily it's, it's daily in my house it's yeah. crazy like yeah. Yeah. yeah and then you've got the kids in as well like with JD Sports and fuck the man is carrying stuff to the door like this like you know with my uh, record on top of course yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I had a brilliant one there off a mate of mine I was drinking with him last night, Brian Harris, shout out to Brian. He bought a Rob Zombie print and he contacted the seller saying he never got it. But between the jigs and reels of it, there was an Amazon delivery and a few other things. And the Amazon delivery, he thought was what it was, wasn't at all. It was actually the Rob Zombie print. So it was put out for around four or five weeks in the shed because he didn't need that Amazon oh. delivery. And he contacted the seller going, listen, man, I, I haven't got your Rob Zombie print. And I said, Jesus, someone signed for it, you know? <laughs> and then it just kind of went, oh, fuck, could be that <laughs> Amazon <laughs> delivery out in the shade. And sure enough, there was Rob yeah. Zombie. You know, so <laughs> it's, it's probably a common occurrence. Or just buying stuff that you can't even remember buying. That's the problem. Pre-orders, which is, you know, because you're Disaster. we'd have to see as a pre-order, like, you know, and I probably yeah. should have given you a heads up on that one. But um <laughs> pre-orders six and eight months ahead of time which is probably i don't know it's a crazy you're buying it is. you're buying albums based on one or two songs i know it's the way things are going at the moment for bands to try and create a bit of bit of a buzz around their albums i suppose well, at least, you know what should i say i just two months ago i purchased or i pre-ordered a six inch no a six seven inch box from discord records where they explicitly say it will not be shipped before christmas but the good thing is and that's what I liked about it they said uh, they uh, will keep the pre-orders up until a very certain day I think like a week ago or so and whoever didn't put in an order by then will not get anything yeah yeah. which is a good thing I think you know no overhaul yeah that's it it's just 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 constant represses which as you know as well like you know You, you know, people were out chasing first press editions of this and that album because it'll never be found again. 
<laughs> and then you've got three different record labels printing yeah. them again, you know, pressing yeah. them again. So look, once you have a copy of an album, I think that's it. You know, yeah. enjoy it and just... And in relation then to, to the website then, lads, so you've got like playlists, there's interviews with bands, then there's a specials section and obviously the reviews as well. What was the idea of having so many things on the website? Well, first of all, I think it's not even that many because we don't put in any kind of concert reviews. We don't put in any kind of news. Mm -hmm. um, we don't put in anything about vinyl variants or stuff. Right. Uh, we only rare do, rarely do something about represses. Um, and uh, there, is, there, is, uh, there is another category which we uh, cannot say too much about, but uh, it has got to do something with labels and uh, we, will dis we will disclose it to the public in uh, like four or five weeks when it okay. goes online. Mm. Uh, everybody should check ben back then because uh, that is something that has never been done. Right. And, I, and I figure that apart from the nerds in our team, uh, nobody would ever do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it's just the way that most of the stuff is pretty damn forward, you know, like reviews are reviews, interviews are interviews and specials are anything like longer specials. Uh, we had a very long special on the post scene in Budapest on the Black Metal Collective in Zurich. Right now I'm stretching my fingers to a certain label in Belgium that mm. uh, our friend back there is displaying in the very back. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I like to, to have short reads. I have also like to have some longer reads. You know, I think if you really dig into something for a long, long while, and if you really make it worthwhile reading, then it can also go above and beyond five, 6,000 words. Uh, yeah. And yeah. what about um, audience reach then, Thurston? Is it, is it, as you said, there's plenty of nerds that would be into it. Um, I, I loved this, the whole setup of the website. I mean, it was just something for everybody, really. Um, how do you increase your fan base? Well, we uh, are active on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Um, we, of course, by now have contacts to labels who uh, also already put us out. Uh, we have a few labels that uh, deeply want to work with us and uh, that also mention us in, uh, mm. in their uh, promos and stuff. And mm. uh, also, of course, uh, being able to premiere a lot of videos or songs that gives you a wider reach. Yes. Um, in a few months, we will have uh, some some premieres by some very big European labels. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think that will also increase it a lot. And basically, on the other hand, I think if we were exploding from zero to 20,000 people a day, that would also not be good. I'd rather keep it like a constant growth, and that's what it is. Yeah. You know, at the moment, we're like somewhere between 400 and 500 people visiting the website each day. And that has been constant ever since, growing mm. a little bit. Biggest thing is that it hasn't gone down. That's at the moment, I think, the most important thing for a web scene that's been up not even three months. Yeah. yeah. What I noticed as well, Richie, like on the Instagram side of it, you know, is people getting back to us and complimenting the quality of the interviews, you know, and the yep. quality of the reviews. Yep. You know, it's not a case of copy and pasting yep. the press oh, release, yeah. you know. You found and, out pretty fast. You're found out yep. pretty fast. So, like, yep. everyone on, on our team, like, they're, as you know, Tor, like, you, you created that team, you got on to everybody. Fantastic bunch of guys, nerds, music nerds, yep. obviously, like, but 
the knowledge like and, and the ear they have for sound is, is incredible like and, and yeah. they're able to put pen to paper then and express it you know it's it's yeah. Mm. It's something that not everybody can do and not everybody enjoys because you know yourself that you get inundated with music as well, like, have yeah. no doubt. Oh, fact. Like, especially with COVID, the volume of music being submitted to the likes of me oh. and G as reviewers, like, reviewers are quickly becoming a kind of very important cog in the whole machine yeah. um, in relation to the bands and also for fans as well to reach a bigger audience. Uh, would you agree with that? Definitely. Absolutely. But I think there's also a silent agreement between all writers for Veil of Sound that we we only write positive reviews. If we don't like something, we don't write about it. Ah, okay. And uh, you will not find a review at Veil of Sound where we try to ridicule the band or say something banned or rip the band apart. That's not our style. Um, I think there are way too many sites who do that. There are way too many influencers on YouTube who look a little bit like me who do that. Mm. Um, but ultimately, you're educating the readers about the band, you know, I mean, that's your responsibility as well. And, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot easier, I think, writing about music and albums than, for instance, movies and books, like you could spoil the ending without the drama of it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah it is. Exactly. It is. Definitely, uh, because I also think that uh, for music, one of the most important things is the emotion that is being transported. That's, for example, what I know that Pat loves about post rock. A lot of it is instrumental, and still mm. there is an emotional connection to the whole thing. And uh, that is something that we all really like. You know, music has to bring across some kind of emotion, whether it's avant-garde doom or ambient metal or whatever it should be. Yeah. I mean, the eight or nine of us that are writing, which you like, everybody has sort of an area that they like more than others, you know, okay. like as, as, as Tar said, like post black now and post metal, post rock would be sort of where <laughs> I am at the moment. Like, yeah, Tarson then obviously can cover anything, you name it, like, you know. Mm. Uh, every, don't somebody, give me a jazz record. There's somebody for everything, you know, for every yeah. genre there. There's somebody who can take it on and, and say, yeah, that's mine. I'll, I'll own this. And, yeah. put out a, f a fantastic review if the music is great as, as Thorson yeah. said yeah. no one wants to review something that they don't, they don't yeah. enjoy because it's you, you see it when you read it then you can get yeah. feedback like you know so constructive yeah. criticism constructive criticism is good yeah. mm. but um, yeah there's no one would ever slate any music on this that uh, yeah. no, it's, it's not our thing like, yeah. time management with both of how do you uh, work with that because I mean obviously dedicate sufficient time to create and shape your comments in relation to the album or whatever the form mm. of music you've been given, be it an EP or whatever you say, will be helped the musicians as well to improve their work. So time is a constraint sometimes? Yep. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I mean, like we all got normal day jobs. Mm -hmm. We all got families. Apart from one of us, everybody got kids. Um, no, two actually, right? I think, yeah, two don't two. have, two do not Two, do not have kids. Um, and otherwise, it's just very much, at least for me, I don't know how it is with Pat. Um, for me, it is something that has to do a lot of, with the music. You know, there can be re records which instantly give me an idea of what I want to write about. And then the thing can be done. 
I don't know. I won't say which one of my last 10 or 20 reviews, but there was a review which was written in 12 minutes. Okay. Yeah. But uh, that is also then really a rarity. I would say normally without the listening part, it's like an hour, maybe an hour and 30. But uh, I think Pat will also say the same. You know, you you get used to it uh, and you, you become a little bit quicker. Okay. Yeah, well, like you've experienced hard air. You, you've 20 years doing this, like, you know, so yeah. this this is water off a duck's back, like, for, for yeah. tar, like, but for the likes of me with Jay Money doing it nearly a year, I sort of need to feel an album for four or five days, you know, yeah. I'll play mm. it and I'll play it in the car, I'll play it yeah. on my break and work, uh, and, you know, and wherever I'm out and about going for a walk or going for a jog and I'll play the album, then I'll sit down and listen to it and literally sort of, like, wear my heart on my sleeve and just, boom, put down. Yeah. How I, feel, yeah. how I feel, what it does for me. Like, there's so many different ways to write a review as well. You know, everyone has their own technique. And so we'll say, Pat, if you've settled on what you're happy with as yeah. a review, do you send it on to, does someone edit that or someone look at it? No, um, we've got to a stage now, Tor set us up and Sebastian, the, the mighty Sebastian has set us up. So we upload our own um, reviews. I'm correct, Tor, yeah. There's no one really oversees them afterwards. Once I upload one, it, it goes on the site. But it's or do you check? It's it's very interesting that uh, that not all of us read every review, but every review gets to be read by someone. You know, uh, I keep myself, you know, like waking up in the morning and looking at a review that somebody wrote the other day or so. And if if we find something where like. A few weeks ago, Pat sent me something like, oh, there's a mistake in that review. It should be seems and not sees. Okay, okay then we correct it. And that's done mm. within a minute. Mm. Yeah. Pedantic yeah. Pat, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not pedantic. That is just like, that's the way it should be. What I'm getting to is that for you, Tor, or we'd say 20 years maybe, that you're in the position now that like you can challenge, say, reviewers to write better. You mean that I challenge my reviewers? Not even challenge them, but just encourage them to maybe express themselves more. Um, no. Okay. That also, I think, is largely due to the fact that uh, whoever gets to write for Veil of Sound first has to put in like an exemplary review with me. Mm. And I check it. And if I like it, and if I think it's a good style of writing, then he is... It sounds stupid, but then he's allowed to come on board. Yeah. Um, because uh, a few months ago, we had somebody trying to write for us, and his style, there were no spelling mistakes or anything like that, but yeah. his style of writing was just too blatant colloquial. Mm. And, um, you know, it, I, I don't want to put a PG-13 or, you know, like a, a rated R version of Veil of Sound on, on online. Have somebody write like a lot of swear words in his reviews. Ah, okay. And, um, otherwise, what we do sometimes do is, uh, for example, when um, we have a few people who edit the other one, mm -hmm. which is totally fine with us. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think being an English teacher, I'm able to write at least a little bit of English. I think it works. Sometimes I find even, I find I'm a, at a lack of words right now, for example. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, <laughs> most of us are pretty good at it. And um, yeah. what we do is when we do interviews, um, 
and especially when it's a person who does an interview for the first time, then we work together, we develop the questions together, and that is something that we do all the time, which is also, I think, a brilliant way of doing it because it throws in totally different questions. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I suppose it needs to be mentioned too, Richie, like we have the reviewers, they're from all over the world, like, aren't we? Yeah, three different continents. Three continents, so like there's guys... Their native language isn't English. They don't speak English yeah. as their first language, and you know, and they're putting out reviews that are yeah, yeah, yeah. top yeah. drawer. Like it's, and again, and they've no problems, no qualms, in going to somebody else on the team and saying, "Would you mind looking over this?" Yes. Yeah. Would you mind checking it for me? Yeah. And yeah. look, it's it's a it's a great crew, like a great crew. It's also a way that sometimes, I mean, like every one of us comes to a dead stop. And um, I remember a few months ago when Pat told me, like, "Oh, I'm I'm not finding anything new." And I was like, how long have you been looking? And I was like, oh, for like three or four days. And I was like, okay, okay. Um, but then we just ask everybody in the group because, you know, we're all such a bunch of nerds that everybody is listening to something new. Um, and, um, yeah, something new, something fresh always comes our way. Mm. Yeah. I well, mean, Bandcamp is a huge place for it, you know. Yeah. If, if something that doesn't hit me in our inbox immediately look i just go straight to to Bandcamp and see what new releases are in yeah. have a quick listen and what a place to find music i mean yeah. and and pat is also the one with the best like nose for new talent like he comes mm. up with stuff that uh that none of us have ever heard before and he just brings up brilliant bands yeah definitely yeah. all the time yeah i do enjoy that side of it yeah in my opinion like I think there's way more bad bands out there than good bands. And the yeah. challenge is trying to find yeah. these. You probably went through a week or two weeks of, of not finding anything that mm. sounds good to you. Like it's, it's handy then. You can turn to the team and go, lads. There you go. That's it. Like there's, yeah. there's, mm-hmm. there's eight of us as a Thorsten. Like, and We're we eight, have, yeah. We have the group. We just throw it out there. Anyone hear anything new recently and someone will drop something. Because we all know what we like. Yeah. We all know what, yeah. what music pushes our buttons. So like, mm. yeah. Yeah. And, and if there is anybody who listens to this podcast and thinks he's, uh, he would like to join the bunch of nerds that do Veil of Sound, we're always open. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's why you're on tonight, lads. It's a recruitment. We're hiring, but not paying. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned as well, Pat, you said there you listen to it in the car, you know, walking and stuff mm. like that. Mm. What about, remember the old days when you could, you know, look at the back of an album and the inlay sleeve um, uh, yeah. to see who produced yeah. it, who was involved in it. Are, are all of you like that still? Well, I suppose that's where the vinyl side of it came for me because you have this physical copy of something like right. digital is fantastic to hear something first off and get it, get your, get your head around the band. But if you, if you love the music, I think you just have to have a hard copy of something, yeah. you know, and justify it. And again, it's all about looking after the bands. These guys are putting fucking blood, sweat and tears into music. Like, and yeah. you've the likes of Spotify that's literally crippling the business, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Bandcamp is just, yeah, and Bandcamp will give you the information place. that you need, um, especially... It's all there, yeah. yeah and what I noticed as well, like, is you can contact the bands, you know? Back in the day when you grew up listening to Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, <laughs> you name it, Maiden, <laughs> you never heard these guys, you never spoke to these guys, but yes. no, what yeah. we're listening to at the moment, this underground scene, you ping a message to somebody and they're back to you yeah. saying, thanks for the review, uh, do you want a CD? Uh, you know, it's a fantastic community, like, it's yeah. brilliant. 
Yeah, 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 that's very yeah. much a great point there in relation to bands are so yeah. approachable these days. Unbelievably so, yeah. Also, also because I think that a lot of the bands who make music nowadays know that they are not going to make a lot of money through it. So they also just do it for the fun of it, for the love of it, and also in some ways just for the art of it. And mm. uh, there has even come a point for us at Vale of Sound where we have been thinking about um, what we could do next. And one thing that we came up with, and uh, that is something that will start in a few weeks, we will have musicians uh, review their favorite albums. And yep. blimey, there have been such interesting, unexpected and awesome choices Uh it's, nice. it's been fantastic seeing those come in. Of course, we also have the, uh, the, the Neurosis review from a German musician who I can call my friend. Um, but we also have like people from overseas who just say, oh, yeah, we would be totally into that, doing that, doing a guest mm. review. And uh, can we choose anything we want? And yeah. of course, we always say yes and uh, no problem. And, uh, well, the choices have been awesome. Yeah. Like the perks of doing this, like even the podcast and reviewing as well, is you do get uh, to listen to free music. And I love building up a relationship with a band just through maybe yeah. getting their song on the podcast or getting them on themselves. What other perks do you enjoy with reviewing? For me, it's the nerd talk. I yeah. mean, like also with the, guys, with the guys in our very own Facebook group, mm -hmm. um, the nerd talk that is around it. Um, and of course, being able to talk to those people, finding out why they wrote that, what interests them. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. We're, for still, me. we're still hoping for uh, tickets to Hellfest next year. Uh, you can wish. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't. It's too bloody big. <laughs> yeah. you definitely get to talk to other music lovers i think that's very important chatting to people yeah. that are just out there loving yeah. the music yeah. as well because you'll you'll hear opinions that mightn't necessarily you agree with but certainly they'll definitely put you into a different thought space in relation to mm. bands or they could actually just put you onto another band that, you know that you wouldn't have heard of Do you know for I me sorry Tom, yeah. no you, you go first yeah for me like it's, it's, it's the perk, like, you know, if you follow a band and you like their music and you know there's a new album coming out, mm. to be one of the first to get a glimpse and a listen yes. to it is, is a huge yeah. plus for me. Like, I'm like a fucking kid in a, in a toy, in a, in a sweet shop in a and I hear shop. that a band are bringing something out, you know, and yeah. you just, as again, as I said, you touch base with them through Messenger, you know, give them a heads up yeah. that you're reviewing yeah. through Vela Sound, would you mind sending it on? And of course, if they know the, the site, which they all yeah. most, most of you all have. They're yeah. back in touch and they're sending it to you and yeah. happy days listen to me. We, we have like a very, very good example. I guess both of you, I know Pat has, I, I guess Richie, you also did. A uh, Year of No Light has put out an Whew. amazing record a few weeks ago. Yeah. And mm -hmm. um, they, they don't do many interviews, but they do. And uh, being the fearless mf that i am i just simply wrote one of the guys on facebook and i told them okay we would like to do this we would like to do that how about one of either of the free choices yes. uh, and three hours later he replies we're in for all of them yeah yes, there you go man. and there yeah. you go again it's just being in contact with the bands you know it's a drop <laughs> of a message like it's it's brilliant that that the yeah. scene is fantastic because of yeah. it you know? i mean like you gave me bruce pat and 
next minute I'm talking to the lads in Brute and yeah there you go exactly we, yeah yeah. would you mind if we reviewed your single on the Metal Cell forums yeah yeah no problem and yeah. then like there's a dialogue going on there and you know that maybe a year down the line if they're playing in Ireland or whatever you'll just go alright lads switch it from the Metal Cell <laughs> or things you know and they go alright yeah you know that's it that's, that's it. the reward yeah, yeah. Better than fucking any money. In the Cypress Avenue, is it, Richie? That's where you've landed, is it? Wish, we wish, we wish. We wish, yeah. Do a lot of you read music magazines? Not anymore. Okay. They're not really out there to read. (laughs) Well, well, no. In Germany, we have a few of them. But uh, apart from usual Metal Hammer and Rock Hard and however, whatever name it is asked nowadays, um, I find it hard to find a magazine which um, somehow suits my horrible, eclectic taste. Mm. That's yeah, fair your, enough. Your taste is incredible. Like, the spectrum is, is, is huge. Like, you know, I'm definitely a bit more... Um, DJ Shadow. <laughs> DJ Shadow. One, of, one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah, I like DJ Shadow. Absolutely, yeah. Not bad, not bad. Nice name check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can also say Isis is the next one. <laughs> like I'm still subscribed to a UK magazine. They do one um, magazine a month. I can't remember the name of it offhand. Um, nah, you read not. it so often? Yeah, it's as I said, it's still there. I'm paying money to them, and they've got fantastic writers on that magazine. And I like the physical copy of having it in my hand and reading through it. Um, um, Pat, no. Not since um, I'd say Terrorizer magazine back in yeah. the mid nineties. That was you my. You can still Bible. subscribe to that, actually. Yeah, it's probably it's still, still there. Yeah, but again, it's it's changed. You know, I mean, back in the time when I was getting Terrorizer magazine, it was for the love of doom metal. That's that was my fucking thing then. Like a Anatomist, mm. Paradise Lost, My Dying Bride. Yeah, Terrorizer was was the bible for those bands. You know, that was how you got. That's how us in Ireland got to find out about these bands. Otherwise, we wouldn't have known. Same and, in Germany. Um, yeah. So since then, no, I haven't really. I suppose yeah. since the advent of these type of chat shows, podcasts, webzines, it's it's mm. it's a dying it's yeah. a dying trade, yeah. isn't no, it? No, I'm just kind of fascinated in yeah. in relation to you as reviewers. Like, I do feel the need that you are you consciously building up your vocabulary to describe the, the great metaphor for verbs, yeah. adjectives, you know, music does yeah. things and it evokes things. So you need to be able to describe both. That, that is something that I do very often online. And I, I read a lot of stuff online. Um, there is one um, interview online magazine that I follow by heart and that is Bardo Methodology. The guy is only about black metal, uh, but uh, I've, I've always him. Yes, brill, brilliant, brilliant stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, lots of other magazines and websites that I visit. Although, of course, I have to admit that over the last couple of months, the number of webzines that I visit regularly has gone down. Mm-hmm. But uh, Bardo, I follow. Whenever he puts out something new, I'm onto it. Um, and uh, also, I have a subscription uh, to something to an app, which is called Readly. So I read a lot of magazines online. So okay, um, not mu- not necessarily music magazines, but yeah. English speaking, English written magazines. Yeah, mm. I find that like if I don't read a book in around three or four weeks, my vocabulary tends to go to shit fairly fast. Like I'm, I'm there with you, Richie. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Those days I sit in front of trying to think of a, f- a fucking word to describe something. <laughs> yeah. I used that in my last two reviews. I can't use the same word again. But 
there's times where you can't help that because the, the, the genre can be very specific and very, yeah. whether it be melancholic music, dark music, you See, can't help but use the same words, you know. Yeah. It can, they, they just crop up, but you do try and vary it, we'd say, yeah. Yeah, so reading is it. Yeah, like do and if you get self doubt in relation to your reviews, like do you feel, oh, is what I'm doing worthwhile? Does anybody read it? Do any of you go through that? Constantly. Yeah, absolutely. Constantly. But um, I never ever had a doubt about doing it. Um, Mm -hmm. I still think that I, I I do that constantly, like. I'm like one of those nerds who checks the, the visits like yeah. every day um, or also look up how many people re-reached with our Facebook posts and stuff. I, I, uh, Sebastian calls me a little bit fanatic about that. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but it never comes to the point where I say, ah, nah, it's not worth it. Yeah. That, that yeah. never occurs. Mm. Well, I suppose when, when one of my reviews go up, I'd always contact again. I'll just contact the band and tell them that yeah. your, your review is up on Veil of Sound. Hope you yeah. like it. And if they come back and they say, Pat, that was a great review. Thanks. That's, yeah. that's me happy. You know, uh, yeah. Yeah. it doesn't matter how many people see it, Richie, or hear it. Or, yeah. mm. But once the band acknowledge it and appreciate what we put into it, that's, that's gold. Like, you know, yeah. that, that is definitely true. That is, yeah. that is, uh, probably the, the best reward for us that's true mm, absolutely yeah yeah i mean it's the same with the podcast again mm-hmm. it's just yeah. you know you put so much time you put so much effort to it and then it does always the self-doubt like you know what what could i possibly do yeah. anymore can i improve it and I'm, I'm like you tor in that way it's just i am watching figures numbers and downloads and stuff and uh you know you you do as much as you can and you give back to the band what they gave you and then you give them the links if they don't share it that's my probably yeah. one of my pet hates that you yeah. give them all this time and then here are all the links so literally i've done everything for you there's clips that's it share it please mm-hmm. and then they don't <laughs> you know or just yeah. to, they put it on a story and it's gone in a second that would be a pet hate of mine um in relation likewise to- likewise richie i'd say well, like i said when you contact the band and they say great we'll share this and you don't see it being shared. That can be a bit of a kick in the teeth. All right. Because, you know, it's a simple thing. Like, you know, you spend five, six days, well, for me, five, six days thinking about an album, doing the best you can to promote it and, you know, and and shed, show the guys in a good light, you know, and and then for them to say, yeah, we'll share that and nothing. It it can be a bit of a kick in the teeth. yeah. 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 But that seldom happens, I have to say. Yeah, it's true. true, you're right. Yeah, it seldom happens. Yeah, um, but when, when it does, you know it. it just... Oh, it's there. You can tell it. I worked there. We need us to talk to each other. You know, <laughs> nobody's scared it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the ability of a reviewer to play an instrument, okay? Uh-huh. Is that an essential quality? Because I know there's musicians out there that will read reviews and be critical of the reviewer saying that that person does not play music and does not understand the album or EP? My reply would be, if a musician thinks that way, then he's talking about techniques and he's talking about skills. But when I'm listening to music, I'm not listening to something being played 
in a certain rhythm or something being highly technical. I'm looking for something that gives me some kind of emotional value. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if he doesn't under he or she doesn't understand that, then to be straightforward, then I don't give a shit because then he's all about techniques and technology and uh well then it's not about emotion for his music and then Exactly, yeah. You can't write about something without putting emotion into it. And that, that's about that's what a reviewer looks for a music, you know. I mean if you want to talk technique go directly to the musician and he'll tell you about the technique they used in yeah. creating the music. But for the music lover who likes to listen to music, yeah, that's, that's where the reviews come in. You know, you're, you're basically, you know, your heart is on your sleeve and it's going onto the pen, you know, on pen to paper yeah. that you're saying exactly how that music makes yeah. you feel. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's what a reviewer does like for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. And of course, if it was a, another musician reviewing a musician or a band, mm. I'm sure he'd be comparing, oh, well, how I do this differently. Yeah. So there'd be that slant to the review that could possibly spoil it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Although, of course, we have, we all have to admit that there are a few things that, uh, that have to be expressed clearly, you know, a reviewer should know the difference between a cymbal and a tom or between a snare and the bass drum mm. or between you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that is something that you should be able to. But however, just like Pat said, the most important thing is the emotion behind it. Yeah. Once it's not pretentious or lingualistic diarrhea that just will immediately just go, oh, fucking yeah. hell, this guy is, is, is more interested in yeah. furthering his own career exactly. as a, a reviewer yeah, yeah, yeah. than... And yeah. that's also the and reviews these guys that are, are out there. appreciated. Yeah, of course, of course. But that are also the reviews that that are not really appreciated by the public. I mean, like, how many of music lovers out there really know the difference between um, a song being played in this rhythm or that rhythm? So him, it's fast or slow. He doesn't see the difference between a 16th and a, and a 32th. Mm. You know, it's like... Pfft. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like you want to engage the, 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 the person who's reading your review. You know, you don't want to bore them with technicalities like that. You know, you exactly. just want to get, get to the core of the music and what, it, what they should feel and what they should see in it. So yeah, there's, there's that aspect to it. I don't think you should be getting bogged down in... In um, too much detail, it's it's how you, how music makes you feel at the end of the day. That, that's how I that, that's how I write my reviews. Yeah, I, just, I think it, one of the, one of your reviews um, that stood out to me, and I was shocked that you did season it because, as I said, I'm all about name checking tonight. So name check as yeah. many bands as you want, lads. Uh, it was all blue eyes. Um, oh, that guy's a good one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That off guard completely. Yeah, that, but the way that, you that, wrote about that. You know, you summed up what I was feeling about that music perfectly. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And again, it's just literally wrote it as I listened to it and what, how it made me feel. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard to describe, I suppose. Here, yeah. I know I'm great to put it on paper, but trying to <laughs> verbally... Yeah. I know he was very hard, happy but... with what you wrote about it, man. Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah. He was. Um, but that's something that we witnessed with, with many reviews. Mm. Um, I, I cannot say which band, but I can say that one band that we reviewed in May uh, got a label contract because of our review. Wow, class. 
I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Mm. Yeah, you 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 will you will know in a few weeks when uh, there will be some news about a record coming up. Fantastic. I'm glad you actually brought that up, Thor. Championing bands, uh, bands that you're passionate about. Um, who are we're, we're not passionate about that. Who are the standout acts of this year so far? I mean, it's July now, so you've... I knew that question would come up. I thought about it, and damn me, I forgot all about it again. Uh-huh. Um, uh, year of No Light, definitely. Okay. One of the records this year, Fermi. Um, that was... One, Where are they from? One, from France. Okay. So Consolamentum, which is out since late, no, since uh, early July um, on Pelagic. That's a record that every everybody should be listening to mm-hmm. because it's just mind-blowingly good. What, what um, genre I've already mentioned. Uh, what is it? John Post Metal. Um, Post Metal, okay. Then uh, the, the new Iceburn, as I already mentioned, like mm-hmm. a mix of sludge and doom and post metal is awesome. Um, I don't want to drop one name that Pat will be mentioning. So I say Ison uh, from I forgot where, but his record Aurora is just mind blowingly good, beautifully lush shoegazy kind of noise i would okay. say okay um if you're into ambient stuff you must listen to Lustmort featuring karen park and their album alter out on pelagic uh which is brilliant she sounds just like lisa gerard from that can dance and ah, okay. perfect Nice. Uh, maybe the, the the black metal uh, thing that I came across here was Koldovstvo, uh, Nitsaria, Niboga. Um, I don't know where the guys are from because they don't tell. I got no name. I got no nothing. <laughs> They're out on Babylon Doom Records. Okay. Um, so you can track them that way. And, and two more that I have to mention are Non Serviam, Le Coeur Bat from France. Uh, the album is called Le Coeur Bat, the band Non Serviam. If you like a mix between Refused and Atari Teenage Riot, that's your band. And mm-hmm. I have to push another German band who I hold dearly. It's a, I, I just say it out how I read it, and it's Commander Riker, uh, but they're shortened to C-M-D-R-R-I-K-R. Okay. Yeah. Um, they play like psychedelic music, um, all, all great stuff. And I pr- could probably go on forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's name check uh, bands there, Pat. Yeah. Uh, so many highlights. Jesus. Um, if, you do, if you don't I, mention the guys from France, then I'm mad at you. Well, I went through a phase there. I hit four French bands <laughs> in a row. Like, it was mad. <laughs> I had Where Mermaids Drown. We had When Waves Collide. Um Brute. Oh. The big one. Brute, obviously. Like yes, what I was But look, as Richie knows, Richie's even sh- given them a big, big shout out here already. That album is something, something That's different and something mm-hmm. special. Like that, that will be spoken about 10, 20 years' time. That album was something. Mm-hmm. Is there this massive scene? Like, because I wouldn't know too much about um, the post metal side of things, but like, mm-hmm. is there a massive scene coming out of France at the moment? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I, I would say that. that France, Switzerland, Holland, those are the three main players wow. in post rock. Okay. Post black uh, is huge at the moment as well, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Post black, yeah. the, Ho- the Russians Holland are is, dominating. Holland is huge at uh, black metal and doom metal. 
um, the latest Bongra album, which was repressed now uh, on um, Tartarus Records. If you ever want to listen to a mix of breakcore and jazz and doom, that's your record. What is it? Yeah. Uh, Bongra. Bongra. Okay, never heard of them. And, no, I'll and, definitely and be checking the, them out. The record is called Ante Diluvian. Wow. See the way he can r- fucking ream them off his head there, no it's problem. On the, man, the man is a, a, a thesaurus <laughs> and a dictionary just rolled into one. It's, it's incredible. Like, you know, I should be taking notes here. But again, <laughs> one, what I forgot to mention, Richie, yeah. was The Grief was a fantastic release earlier oh, in the yeah. year. Um, yeah. Again, brought, yeah. brought me back to my old days like of listening to, as I said, Anatoma, Paradise Lost, My Dying Bride. These guys have just modernized it and brought it into 2021, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's fantastic, and there's and there's a wave of that happening as well. Like that, yeah. there's, another, there's another scene there again. I, I was just gonna mention that Doom is back and it's good. It is back, mm. yeah, yeah. Now, what about acts then that really frustrate you? Bands that you're just going, oh my god, you know what's happening with them? There's definitely probably two or three that come to mind straight away. Are they not releasing something? Is it? Yes. Are we waiting for just a release? They, they really frustrate you. How slow they are. Um, that you just just can't seem to get a release out. Well, there was one for me, but I know there's one coming. I only heard only a couple of weeks ago. They have an album, is a band called Black. I think I spoke to you as well, Richard, yes. there recently about these guys. Yeah, Catalonian mm. guys. They're sort of based, sort of post rock. Would have been neoclassical sound with a bit of Spanish guitar and thrown in. It's oh yes, 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 fantastic. Heavily, yeah. heavily emotive music. Mm. Black without a seat, ladies and gentlemen. B L A K. Yeah, B L A K. Because I said that to you. I mean, that's a yeah. bad name to have. Unless, yeah. So they obviously got rid of the seat, so therefore you can find them easily so enough. Okay. You can find them easy enough. And again, they were tied in with elusive sound, like which you know gave them a okay. great, great opportunity there back in the, the album they had three years ago. Can yeah. elusive yeah. sound are gone now? Are they winding down, Pat, did you say? They are. They have three more releases and then we're down. Okay. Yeah. And, and we I, just mentioned two. I'm going to cry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going to be an emotional day, like Philippe, <laughs> Remo, Josh, the gang, like, yeah, we're mm. going to miss them. Elusive Sound have been yeah, incredible. Big they, shout they, out what, to them. Even what they've done for the scene is, has been incredible, you know? Yeah. All these, these labels, like Antigone Records, all the guys, Francesco and them, you know, the, the work they do. The passion. Voice of the unheard, you know, all these guys. It's, it's amazing but, what they're doing in the background. Wouldn't, wouldn't, yeah. you, wouldn't you two agree that we now are able to mention all of these because of the globalization and the internet? Mm-hmm. Because uh, 20 years ago, very niche. Very niche. And Twenty years ago, we wouldn't have found those bands um, because nobody in Germany or in Ireland would have been talking about them. No, no. Uh, I mean, like I still say, my record of last year, Post Vortas Polyma, a record which reinvents post metal, just, just like Refuse reinvented post hardcore mm. or hardcore in general. Uh, I, I would never have heard that twenty years ago because nobody would have spoken about it. So that yeah. is, you'd that just is, be uh, lucky if they came into your city. And then it yeah. was just down to word them out, really. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I think, I mean, the internet is a blessing and a curse at the same time. But yeah. I mean, like, if you have guys like Pat uh, who like bring up uh, the pearls out of muddy waters, then that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to mention 10 Ton Slug from Ireland again, another frustratingly yeah. slow band. Soothsayer. <laughs> Soothsayer. The slug giveaway there, isn't it? <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, so 10 Ton Slug were all waiting and waiting and waiting. But they yeah. have, they're in the middle of the recording process. I think actually the album is in the can again, but when it's going to be released is, is um, another matter. Uh, Tor, any band there just 
I know you could name 20, but just name one that just is frustratingly <laughs> slow for you to get a release out. You know what? I'm not frustrated by music. I'm frust- I'm also not frustrated by waiting. I just take it as it is, uh, because there is tons of stuff out there that I can listen to. Mm. No level of frustration here. Okay. Well, fair enough. I would like to think as well, Richie, they're part alone have some I'm hoping they have something oh, coming out soon. Oh, because they, they yes. again, this 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 genre that we find ourselves in here and what Fail of Sound covers a lot of this post metal scene, yeah. you know. That uh, their last album was a big hit, like you know, it you was know, it was it a was. good one. It was a good one. And Rome Kingdom Another great band. I, love. Yeah. I can't believe really I think I've, I've heard that Ron Kingdom was writing again, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. They, they, they are, have but, to come um, with us of one of their guys, right? And then yeah. um, yes, I think Dave mentioned something about, uh, again, shout out to Dave from Ron Kingdom, yeah. uh, uh, mentioned something about putting some stuff to paper. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, festivals and gigs. We have none at the moment, oh. but I know... Pat oh, I do, is... I do, I do, I do. I went to a gig two days ago. I went to a Jesus, gig two days there's ago. there's always one guy, isn't there? I saw the pictures. It wasn't pretty. It was not pretty. <laughs> it was just... pretty. You're just jealous. No, 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 no. There was something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Were you all sitting down <laughs> looking at a band on stage, yeah? Yeah, it was a little bit even more than that. Um, I have to congratulate my wife on her good taste in music and soul music and R&B and all of that. Mm. Um, so there is a German soul singer from Hamburg whom she likes. And uh, we were lucky that like 70 kilometers away from here, we have a city yeah. uh, which um, provided a festival season. So they have a concert every night, uh, but with seats, and uh, there is something that we have in Germany. I know nobody else has it. It's called Strandkorb. Uh, it's uh, like a huge wooden basket, which you can sit on, lean in. It even has like a top. So if it rains, you don't get wet. And they had like, I think, 600 or 700 of those in the audience. It was awesome. Wow. Uh, and uh, when the first 10 seconds were, were on, I, I looked at my wife and we were both in tears. Yeah, of course you would be. Oh. Yeah. It's a natural reaction yeah. to something that's we've been deprived for yeah. a year and a half. 584 days. Oh, it's been crazy. We all miss it. Five, like it's, 584 days. It's been a huge void. Like, isn't it? We, are, we cannot agree. Have yourself and Tor cross paths at festivals, like sit down, no, going like that? No? No. Road literally through Facebook that we first made contact okay. with them. I no. still bet, Pat, that we were at Fred Zeppelin's at the same time 20 years ago. Oh. I still bet on it. I believe it. I believe but we were. But then you were even better looking than you are now yeah, and I sure still enough. had hair. So what can I say? Like and I still had hair. Yeah. Oh, oh my guys. God. Tor, <laughs> you were in yes. the People's Republic of New York. Tell us about it, man. Yes, I studied at UCC for a year. Oh, fucking hell. That's mad. What bands did you see? I mean, I wouldn't fucking doubt your memory. Uh, actually, no. I only saw a few local bands who I really forgot. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I know that uh, we went on to see you two on tour that year, uh, but it was in Dublin. Um, I know that I saw Ash that year. Remember, those were the days when you know you. When was this actually? Let's put it into perspective. Was it uh, if you saw two, Ash? Two thousand two, two thousand three. Ah, okay. So that's yeah, that's different altogether. Long yeah. time ago. Yeah. And uh, I what still. Was, what was your it? local pub, uh, Tor? What, where did you frequent? McGallagher's. Gallagher's on, uh, I don't know, Street. Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And it was a shame, like you told me that it's reopened. Uh, when I was in Cork nine years ago, it was closed. And I wanted to show my wife, like, that's where your husband always hung out. Uh, and we were just rocking up the corner of Curtain Street. And she was like, there is no pub. And I was like, yeah, it's 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 open again, but it's it's not really a, a pub anymore. It's yeah. a restaurant. It's more a restaurant, Richie, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> and so, are you were buying records where at that stage in Cork? Wasn't buying records. I had to save money for food and hospitality. Oh, because you were a student. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and I still remember that Irish record prices for CDs were much higher than European ones. Mm, fact. But I do remember that I made a pact with my best friend back in Germany. Um, and I, I, I sent him money every month, like 50 euros or so. And I told him, like, get this two CDs and send them to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, man. Yeah. Brilliant. And, uh, and yeah. did you get a fondness for any of the local brews, Beamish? Being a straight hardcore kid, straight edge hardcore kid, no. Nah. He's honest anyway. Oh, oh yeah. he's honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, but I even went to uh, what is the um, distillery in Middleton? Um, uh, Jameson. Yeah. Jameson. Yeah. Great tour. I even went there. Yeah, cool. That's, that's yeah. Kudos, um, I also kissed the Blarney Stone. Uh, we we guessed that we guessed that. And, yeah. uh, but the best thing about that time in Ireland was uh, when I was at my university here in Germany. I asked them like, "What do you? What, what courses do I have to take in, in Cork?" And they said like, "Oh, you only have to take the courses that they tell you to." Mm -hmm. So I go to the students' office in Cork, and I ask them, "So okay, which courses do I have to take here?" And the lady behind the counter told me, "Oh, you only have to take the courses that the guys in Cologne want you to do." <laughs> and I was like, okay. Ding, 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 ding. I actually <laughs> lived in Cologne for quite a while. Probably Where? Four, four or five months. Where? Where? I don't know is the answer. Is the <laughs> genuine answer. We inherited this guy's apartment and his record collection was second to none. I actually couldn't believe that he left his apartment to go work elsewhere and rented it out to us for nothing, for peanuts. Okay. And we had all his record collection. You know, it was amazing. That was my... And does, and does he still have his record collection? Yes, we treated it with respect. You know, you had to, you had well, to. Others if only wouldn't. you could change, if only you could change that now, Richie, if you could go back in time, <laughs> you'd take something away with you. Oh, man. As a memento. Yeah, great, great city, Clone, I must say. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Um, future ambitions for Vale of Sound before we wrap it up. Oh, that's we, that's Tor's one. Mm. Mine. Oh yeah, this, it's your baby. Yeah. You tell us. Oh, baby's growing. Um, yes. Ambitions. I think a lot of the things that I like to see for Vale of Sound are being set up at the moment. Yeah. So a lot of the things that I want to do with the zine are gonna be disclosed in the upcoming quarter of a year. Okay. Um, I do not want to become too big because um, with being too big, ambitions are connected. Mm. And uh, I think ambitions is something that in some ways could kill the spontaneous nature and also the, the general nature of a zine. So, you know, that is difficult. Yeah. Uh, That's fair I, enough. Would, I would like to come to a point where we have like, let's say 12, 13, 14 writers. Um, How many are you at the moment? Would, You're close enough to uh, that. Right, writing, we have seven. Okay. 
writing, we have seven um, reviewers. Yeah, seven reviewers. Yeah. Like uh, who also write interviews and stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, but I would say let let's stick it to numbers because we've been talking about numbers. I think once the site reaches let's say 2,000, 2,500 visits a day, then I'm more than happy. And everything that comes after that is a bonus. Mm. We already had days where we had that many visits. Uh, when we, for example, did a cover, like uh, a landing page for Dunk, Dunk Festival, as I now know it's pronounced, um, or okay. when we hosted the landing page for Post Lyon, that mm. we will also do next year. Nice. Um, I like the the way that we are interacting with labels, with musicians. So uh, at the moment, I think we're pretty good. And whatever comes next is something that I cannot figure out at the moment because we're too busy feeding baby new stuff. Yes. But we yeah. could ask Pat what he would like. Pat, if you if you could review any band from any period of time for oh. any record, which one would you choose? And anathema is probably the only choice, but that's, that's it. That's it. Anathema's, Anathema's Serenades from 93. Yeah, it was a life changer for me. That album was an absolute. Okay, we all know that. So, number two on the list. <laughs> um, give me a minute. We'll we talk about something else. I'll come back to that one. Yeah. Which, where do you see yourself with your podcast? Um, it's growing steadily. It's not breaking records. But I think that is, that is a good thing, right? Not, yeah. not exploding. Mm, yeah. I'm the master of my own destiny, put it that way. Yeah, that so is I'm, very important. It's, what is it, 133, 134 yeah. episodes when this come out. So I'm quite yeah. happy the way it is, an episode yeah. every week. You know, so. that, that is also something that I think is very important. You know, like you do that without getting any money for it, just like yeah. we do. Um, I would never want to reach the point where we became so big that we would be getting paid for it. Because if we get paid for it, it's a different dynamic. That's a different ball game. You know, yeah. first of all, then you have to do this as a company, as a firm. And um, no, no, I want to keep mm. this as my as the one thing that keeps my sanity apart from my family. You know, like my family is the first thing ever. Yeah, that's of me. Of course. That's it. You, that, but, that's um, it, yeah. You know, without music and without being able to write about it, I think I would also go insane. Mm -hmm. So, Pat, number two on the list. It would probably be God as astronauts, all as violent, all as bright, Ooh, because that that's the one. album that catapulted me into the whole post genre mm. really that was seeing him in cypress avenue once upon a time i was just yeah. completely fucking blown away by that by their yeah, show and, and the guys but, even have german roots don't they they do they do to the name said Thor, you know, fellow torsten yeah. yeah but like these guys you know it's it's it just comes naturally to them like they can create yeah. emotion like you you know you, you mm. wouldn't see in any other music or any other genre it's incredible it's the last show they played in the Cypress Avenue, maybe four or five years ago, was, I know, it's hard to explain, you know, the, the, the emotion there. Like, my brother came with me and we both stood in awe, like, at, at the second track, we were going, this is just yeah. something. It's hard to tell somebody, come see God as an astronaut, experience what we, what we have experienced before and, and just, yeah. just take it in. But, yeah, it's... 
something special. They're a That's special awesome. band. They're a special yeah. band. Yeah. Yeah. And they've done so much for the Irish scene. Yeah, like, I was just going to say it, know, man. They're, they're another great name check. Oh, big time. Yeah, they've done so much for the post scene in Ireland. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're bigger in, in Eastern Europe than they, they will ever be in Ireland. You know, it's yeah. they've, they've a, and all over the world, really. Like, But yeah, they, they deserve a shout out. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to finish this up. And lads, thanks a million for coming on the show. Best of luck with Vale of Cheers, Sound. Thanks for taking us. Thank you very much, Rich. And make grow in relation yeah. to Thor's expectations. Exactly. That's the best way yeah. of, of describing it, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Thanks, he, is a, he is a teacher. He'll be on top of it, don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you enjoyed the show, so, hit subscribe to the Metal Cell podcast. And thanks again to Pat and Thor for coming on the show. Support your local metal scene. Yeah. Bye, guys. Cheers.